This is a Spiva Media production. The views and opinions expressed on Crippled Opinion are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the position of others with physical or mental disabilities. This is Crippled Opinion, where every opinion matters, no matter how crippled. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Crippled Opinion. My name is Daniel Spiva, happy to have you back. Good to be back for the second week in a row. And this episode is going to be special because we're talking about one of my favorite things and it's the first show with a guest. Let me go ahead and introduce the guest. Her name is Christy Hinkson. She has a YouTube channel called LD Band Girl. And she's a good friend of mine. And if you're good at Google searching, you'll know that we have done internet things before. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the show. Hi. It's good to be here. And I had to blow up your phone to be here. So we're good. <laughs> she's like, let me on the show. Let me, let me on, on the show. Oh, my God. And it just Don't you so... remember our times together? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So tell us about yourself and about your YouTube channel. Well, um, I do YouTube part-time currently. I want to change that, but right now I'm doing it part-time. Uh, my other part, well, full-time, I guess, job, uh, is being a paralegal. Ooh. Ooh so, fancy. <laughs> um, right now I host a YouTube channel, LD Band Girl. Uh, if you want to go ahead and search that. I also have a, a Twitter, Instagram. You can find me almost everywhere. Um and my channel really consists of a lot of Let's Plays. Um, recently, I did uh, Skyrim. I did a little bit of the game Inside, uh, plus Octodad, if you know any of them. Um, and then I've been doing some vlogs recently as well. So I'm trying to get a little bit of everything for everybody so that way everybody's happy. Because when you come home, I want you to be able to relax, just enjoy, and just put up your feet. I love that. And it really does kind of feed into what we're going to be talking about today, but we'll get to that in a second. I want to allude um, for those that aren't familiar and those that are familiar are going to beg me to bring it up. So we're just going to bring it up briefly. We've been on the internet together before. We used to date and we had a YouTube channel together, didn't we? Yes, we did. And those were some fun times. Yeah, and I'm making new ones more successfully than that one. <laughs> That's because we ain't together no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I was the star of the show anyway. <laughs> All good things come to an end and then better things come. No. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> but it's, it's important to bring up because what we're talking about today actually really feeds in not only to our YouTube channel, but our relationship. Our complicated yet simple relationship. <laughs> complicated yet simple relationship. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we're talking about SpongeBob SquarePants and more specifically about the creator of the show um, who recently uh, passed away, Stephen Hillenberg, uh, who passed away uh, a few days ago. And we wanted to take this opportunity to talk about his creation, SpongeBob SquarePants. 
and how it impacted us as individuals, us as friends, us as a couple, as exes, as a couple, as exes, as a couple, <laughs> as exes, as friends, this as frenemies. This sentence more exes than currents. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but we really wanted to talk about the show and how it affected us. Before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsor. I remember very distinctly this show was something that we talked about early on in our friendship and it was a conversation that we had initially about a reception like one of our first like early romantic conversations we were just talking about something and I said wouldn't it be cool if we had a Spongebob Squarepants themed reception I don't remember much beyond that other than I wanted it to be almost like a an amusement park set up where the doors were shut and we let everybody in at the same time. You you wanted like a grand entrance. That's I did. You, you wanted a big grand entrance. And we were like, yeah, we're going to make it look like we're in a pineapple under the sea. And yeah, have the yes. intro going when we yes. come out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like it was... Oh my god, it was it was nuts, and it was it was just talked about ironically just briefly, like only a few times that we actually bring that up, at right. least for the reception part. Right, right. But um, but yeah, SpongeBob was a a real key part of of our friendship. I think it was the first thing that we bonded over. Yeah, it was actually the first thing we bonded over because uh, I remember we talked about uh, music when we first started talking, mm-hmm. and then after that. We went, you know, well, what shows you like a lot? Well, I do kind of like SpongeBob. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> you know? Like, not even a little bit, like a whole freaking lot. lot. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Um, so yep. we wanted to talk about SpongeBob and how it impacted us as individuals. And I've got some questions for you um, to kind of uh, move us through through the episode. So what I'd like to know is like for you personally – do you remember the first time where you thought to yourself, I really like this show? Yeah, it was um, – I remember I was actually in the living room when I was watching it. Um, and I just remember sitting there going, what the hell am I watching? I have no idea what I'm watching and why can this sponge talk? Like I have no idea why I'm watching this. But then it's like – the more I'm like, ah, it seems kind of stupid but yet I couldn't look away. <laughs> so, and then after a while, I'm like, I want to watch more SpongeBob. <laughs> so it, it kind of like hypnotized me into it. Do you remember what episode you were watching? Um, I think the, it was actually one of the very first episodes of the introduction, the pilot. Um, I saw that one very first and I was like, what the hell? And then it was like, I think maybe the third one in season one, I knew it was in the early season ones. Um, the episodes that I saw, but it could have been one of those uh, reruns because they might have been on season two at that point, but they put reruns in there. How old do you think you were? Uh, I'd have to probably say 14, 15. Very nice. Very Roughly. nice. That's cool. I've got something that I, that I thought would be interesting. It's actually a rare pilot intro for SpongeBob SquarePants. It was an early rendition of the show and how it would have started. 
Because we all know how Spongebob airs on TV now. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? We all know the song, right? So this was before that. It's very basic. It reminds they, me. They reused that. They reused part of that um, in the very the very first episode, actually. But they used it towards the beginning of when he was doing the uh, getting the job at the Krusty Krab. They actually reused some of that. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. They reused some of that there. Mm-hmm. Where Instead he's walking intro. to the job in that first episode, the first time we yeah. see him go to work. Yep, yeah. exactly. Um, I will link to the video in the show notes, but if you watch it, it reminds me and Christy, I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, go look it up real quick. But it reminds me of um, it reminds me of those really early retro um, 90 cartoons. They're retro now because we're old. Oh yeah, they used the music. Oh my god, this is like Yeah. Super basic. Very. Lazy basic. Mm-hmm. Low oh, budget wow. cartoon basic. Yeah, that was like cartoony. Mm-hmm. Crappy poopy butthole. It is <laughs> <laughs> Crappy Poopy Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Poopy Butthole's cousin. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> so it looks like that aired briefly on television. Just briefly that way. When um, when the show had a preview before it became a full-on series. Wait, yeah, but I did recognize a lot of the sound clips that they were used elsewhere in the actual series. Like um, some of it was actually, um, I think some of it actually reminded me of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Like some parts. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. um, I thought it was very cool that they actually used that in other places. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's handy. Um, Maybe, maybe they, they liked the material, but it didn't work. In that initial setting, who knows? Who knows? But it's cool. It's really cool. Um, you had said that the pilot was probably the first episode that you were like, yeah, I like that show. For me, it was not the pilot. Well, it was a little after the pilot for me because the pilot, it just it got me to watch at least one more. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why am I watching something in that typically inanimate object just start talking and it's under the sea? Typically, wouldn't he absorb the rest of the ocean? But <laughs> Right, right. Um, for me, the episode that really got to me that said that made me say, yes, I want to see this show. It was the uh, employee orientation video. Welcome aboard. If you're watching this video, then let me be the first to say congratulations. You've recently been hired by the Krusty Krab Restaurant, and this is your first official day of training. Can I make a Krabby Patty now? Oh, no. You've got a lot to learn before you're ready to make a Krabby Patty. Oh, my God. I love that one. That that was awesome. I actually was pissed when it cut it off at the end because I'm like, I really want to know the rest of that, and I know you can't. There was so much buildup to this episode. I don't know if you remember, but there was so much 
advertising that went into that show before it even aired. So many people were were watching it for that one episode because they're like, yeah, they're finally going to tell us what the formula is. They're finally going to tell us what the formula is. They're finally going to tell us. They're finally going to tell us. And then the end cuts off. Yeah, I could just tell everybody's household. Oh, man. And when that happened to me, when I saw it for the first time, I thought that it was a mistake. Okay. I could have swore the network made a mistake. There's something yeah, that's supposed to be soon. there. They cut it too soon. Maybe a commercial break ran too long. Something happened and they'll fix it in a rerun. So yeah. me being a smarty pants, I grabbed a blank VHS tape, stuck it in the VHS and waited for it to come back on TV. And when it came back on TV, I recorded that. And waited to see how it went. Because I wasn't going to sit there and watch it. Because all I cared about was the end. So when I got it off of VHS, I played it back. And it did the same thing. And I was so mad. It's like, oh, we're I never going to know. We're never going to know. Because maybe it was something they only wanted to reveal during the live show. And only some people got it and some people didn't. I don't know. It really pissed me off. Because yeah, I really it, it wanted to know. It pissed me off too. I didn't see any of the, I didn't see any of the advertisements for it. Um, for me, it was just plainly, it's on. <laughs> oh. Um, but I I remember like towards the end they made a big hoopla about it. And hoopla <laughs> sounds like a lot of hoopla. Uh, hoopla. 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 And uh, when when they actually cut that off, I was like, oh come on. I actually was like screaming at my TV. I was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Exactly. I'm an employee now. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Exactly. I went through all that and you're not going to tell me. I deserve to know. Yeah, you feel like you had a right at that point. <laughs> exactly. I'm a loyal fan. I see all the episodes. I deserve to know. But yeah, th- that was my favorite episode still to this day. My favorite episode. What what's your least favorite? Um, I think my least favorite. I'm trying to. I think I would say the least favorite would be uh, the ripped pants. I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high, and now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. I liked the song, but that was about it. I like ripped the first, my, pants. my pants. Yeah, the song was pretty cool, but it's like it started out like really like it funny a little bit, but then it got really mundane. Mm-hmm. And then just the song, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. The song, but then after that, it was like, okay. Is it is it just the song you don't like, or is it really the whole episode? Um, the only parts I really liked about it was the song, and I liked a little bit of the beginning because it was kind of cutesy. But then when they kept repeating the same thing over and over and over in that particular episode, it was just like, okay, I get it. He ripped his pants, and I get and but if you think about it, that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I did not like that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I just want to flip to another channel. I just want to go to another channel. 
I just want to go to another channel. <laughs> See, and- I, I can stand that episode. 100%. I can stand that episode. My least favorite channel, and I promise you, every time I see this on television, I change the channel. Season 1, episode 86, Squeaky Boots. And watch this, Mr. Krabs. Can I take your order? Yeah, I have the Krusty special. Thank you, sir. I will squeak when it's ready. Could the greatest fry cook do that, Mr. Krabs? Oh my god. I did get a headache every time I saw that. I got a headache. I had to mute it a few, few times. The fry cook boots. Like, it's so annoying. It is he the, ate the boots. worst. He, he ate them too. And I'm like, why did you just eat the boots? Exactly. Exactly. And just I knew they were going for the hiccups. Worse. I knew they were going for the hiccups then. And I was just like, oh my God. You just, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the worst. It's the worst. Like like I said, of all the SpongeBob episodes, that's the one I'm going to turn the channel every time. <laughs> every time. I and watch be- it until the very end um, when it starts Hiccup. getting ridiculously squeaky. Hiccup. Hiccup. I'm sorry. It just kind of popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's ridiculously annoying. Um, I will say, though, some of my favorite episodes, though, have... Karen in it. Do you remember who Karen is? Yeah, Karen. Plankton's wife? Yep. You're a W I F E. I forget what it even stands for, but that was still funny when he brought that up. <laughs> nope. You're a W I F E. That is all you are. Google it. Google it. See if we can yeah. find out what is Plankton's ver- person, Plankton's meaning of W F I. W-I-F-E. I can spell wife. <laughs> Let's see. Um, <laughs> I brought up Karen Pence. No. Um, and now it's going through like different appearances with her. <laughs> Plankton. 99, huh, 1% evil, 99% hot gas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finding it at all. It was only said even in one episode. Oh, there it is. Found uh, it. What is it? I win. I win. Uh, wife stands for Wired Integrated Female Electro and Centrograph. <laughs> Send it to me. Let me see it. I did it on my phone. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to just text it. <laughs> that would be fine. Not like they can see it. They're over the Inter- air anyway. interwebs. So I just put in uh, Google WIFE acronym SpongeBob. Wired integrated female, female electroencephalograph. Electro, electro, electro electro wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. It is. It really, really is. It is. It is hilarious. Yeah, but those two together are a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. And one thing that's cool about SpongeBob is that like our generation doesn't have many shows that are really ingrained in pop culture, in my opinion, that have stuck over the years. And SpongeBob is really ingrained now in pop culture. So much so, Christy, I don't know if you know this or not, but so much so that it actually 
led to crime. Oh. Did you know about this? How did, how did SpongeBob lead to crime? I mean, I knew it has like so many different things out there. Like I am sure somebody has done a SpongeBob car. I'm sure someone has done SpongeBob. Uh, there's been plenty of SpongeBob uh, knickknack, paddywax, give a dog a bone, but I'm not sure how it led to crime. Listen to this little out of hand. Burger King had a promotion with Spongebob and they used a giant inflatable Spongebob and they put them on top of the stores. Our number one story in the countdown, it's not funny now. Put out an amber alert for a yellow sponge. Spongebob Squarepants snatched again and again from coast to coast. It's the cartoon crime of the century. Ten different states in all. America was distraught. Who would steal Spongebob? Some are fingering <laughs> teens and college kids with the crime wave. They weren't deflating them or defacing them or anything. They were taking them. We have received ransom notes that have requested various uh, items like Krabby Patties. We think there's probably a serial <laughs> SpongeBob thief. Police nationwide on the lookout for a kidnapped victim wearing square pants. We're going to be very vigilant on our, our patrols. Clint, what sick mind could be behind something like this? Lincoln! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it was a Burger King advertisement where oh they had God. spongebob inflatable balloons on top of the restaurant and people were stealing them and then sending in notes to these restaurants and to burger king corporate we want the secret formula and we'll give you back your balloon and all of that stuff that's actually really really funny um <laughs> If anybody wants to see this, it'll be linked in the podcast show notes. It's a segment from a documentary. Believe it or not, this documentary was aired on VH1 of all places. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> it's a whole documentary. A whole hour-long documentary. Was this all real? Yeah. Like with Legit. This oh is not God. a joke. Oh my god, this sounds like something they would do for just like... No, this is not a joke. Speak. This whole documentary is about the history of Spongebob at that point. Oh and so god. this is 100% real. This is not a joke. I mm. wish I knew about that when it was happening. Because I would have laughed my ass off. It would have been too funny. So they went, meaning the creators, went and actually made it part of... An episode, listen to this. Oh my god, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Okay, time's up. Now get out. Makes sense? That actually makes sense now because although that was a really – I love that episode. But um, when that came out, I was just like, wow, that was a little random. But okay, now it makes sense why they did that and that is so funny. It's so great. It's so great. Although, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they had been a little more uh, upfront about it Like, because I don't remember where the balloon came from in the cartoon. Do you? Yeah, it came actually from a cart 
that uh, this guy was handing it out to kids. And when they took the balloon, you were revealed that it is National Free Balloon Day. See, what would have made me even love it even more is if it was like a giant Krabby Patty balloon on the top of the Krusty Krab. And he loves Krabby Patty so much that he stole it. I and think that would have been too realistic because you remember this was targeted towards kids. This is and true. the idea was still to make also a point that stealing is bad right but it is but it's so funny because it's national free balloon day you know that kind of thing um wasn't that also the same oh no that was the chocolate episode that one was awesome chocolate um, chocolate um because i think it was that episode um that or was it the balloon one um you can t- you might remember um, they actually went into quote unquote hiding. They left town and they were just like uh, the lollipop. And like, you stole my lollipop. Oh no, I think it was still with the balloon. You stole the balloon. You stole my lollipop. Patrick, it's all over your face. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I, don't was like, I don't remember this. Yeah, and it's like, wait, how is there fire underwater? <laughs> oh, yeah, that I remember. <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> so funny. I know we talk as soon about as you acknowledge science issues. Psst. Okay, now we're be real. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But so yeah, crime involved with SpongeBob. Um, but yeah. it's also so ingrained in pop culture that that we have always connected with the BFF song. <laughs> best, best friends best forever. forever. Best friends forever. Best forever. Ring. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Oh, yeah. Very good. And then, of course, our old YouTube channel, mm-hmm. Table for Hamina, is based on one of my favorite episodes of the show where they make the Krusty Krab an upscale dine-in restaurant. Remember this? And you open the door. Hamina, 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 Hamina. Table okay. for Hamina. Hamina? I can sit you immediately. I can sit you immediately. Good stuff. Good stuff. What would you say? How would you say that SpongeBob has impacted your life? Um, I would I would say as far as the cartoon itself, it it gives you the ability to not think actually. Um, because you can have the logical standpoint of you're underwater, you're a creature, you can't really even talk. How the hell did a squirrel get under there? And, you know, and how did a crab, yeah, and how did a crab actually learn how to make a burger? I mean, it's a Krabby Patty, no less, but a burger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I think for me, it's like, for one, like you're saying, the, the, the opportunity to suspend realism and go into something that doesn't require um, science or, or logic. It just is. So suspense, suspended reality is great. But also it reminds us that it's okay to be yourself because Patrick and SpongeBob, they only know that. And I think that's a great message. And I think it's great for kids, but it's great for all adults to remember, hey, you know what? We all are who we are and we should be okay with that. 
That kind of reminds me of My Little Pony. <laughs> what about what about it? You and My Little Pony? Well, with the My Little Pony message, if uh, this kind of also ties into my channel that I do uh, My Little Pony games and talk about My Little Pony. But um, the new My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, they have a very strong message that it is Friendship is Magic, but that you can be yourself but you also have to accept others for being themselves. And mm -hmm. it also just provides a strong message in another way that basically means the same thing that SpongeBob did of just be yourself and treat others the way you want to be treated and you should be fine. Definitely. I definitely agree. Well, on that note, <laughs> Three hours later. Three hours later. When did they start uh, I, doing that? I only remember that um, with the, the paint drying. And then there was the, uh, the narrator got tired of waiting, so we had to hire a new one. <laughs> and the old narrator got really tired, so we had to hire a new one. Yep, that's right. That's right. Oh, another episode I hate. And we're way past this at this point. When they go to Glove World. Oh, my God. I hate when they got stuck in the um, dark place. Exactly. Rock bottom. Rock exactly. bottom. Exactly. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. Exactly. Because I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, really? <laughs> the one person who actually was there spoke normal. The one person that spoke normal. But then the rest of the episode, you really had to fart your way through it. Like... <laughs> It's like yeah. one gigantic fart joke. Like, let's just put a butt on the screen and just say, okay, this is the new SpongeBob episode, a large giant butt. <laughs> I guess so. But on that note, <laughs> that is our episode. Thank you so much, Christy, for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Happy to have you on the show. Please, everybody, go check her out on YouTube and on social media, LD Band Girl, on all the places. And we'll see you next time. I'm Daniel Spiva. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Crippled Opinion. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Continue the conversation and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Crippled Opinion.